0: So glad to be in the house of the Lord. Uh, Really want to talk about a subject that the Lord has been placing in my heart, especially when we talk about, you know, how, you know, I'm going to be dealing, you know, uh, the first this week and when I come back, I want to talk about philosophies that are creeping in the church that we have to be very careful. One of those philosophies are, uh, uh, what do you call that, Uh, pragmatism. We're going to be talking about that and also meritocracy. You know, in the Bible, just for instance, you know, I believe that everybody should take responsibility to, should grow, you know, take responsibility, invest, grow yourself. But at the same time, we have to be very careful that, you know, in a truth like meritocracy, which is very, very an important subject, very important, needed. In the kingdom of God, the Bible says grace is unmerited favor. So where do we find that balance? Amen. You see, I think when we talk about philosophies out there, there are many kinds of philosophy that, that you and I face every day. And if we are not careful, if we don't know the dangers of being extreme, let me, let me give you an example. You know, how many of you believe in the doctrine of grace? I believe in it. Everybody say praise the Lord. But, but if we don't look at grace from a biblical standpoint of view, then it's goofy grace. Same with the fear of the Lord. How many of you believe in the fear of the Lord? I believe in the fear of the Lord. But, but if we don't have truth, then we can manipulate and f- make people serve the Lord always out of fear. And people don't even understand this thing called being intimate with God because they are so fearful about God that, <laughs> you know, I, 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 you, you see what I'm saying? So today I'm going to talk about this whole subject, pragmatism versus faith. Amen. Okay, everybody say praise the Lord. Are you all with me here today? Amen. Yeah. Again, uh, before I move on, I just want to make a couple of announcements Tuesday. 14th March, I'll be flying all the way to the States and we'll be there till April eleven. Okay, uh, you say, Pastor, why are you leaving? You know, I believe that the church is in good hands. I believe that my leaders are all stationed in the place where they are. And uh, the strength of the church is sending capacity. Thank you for sending me. You know, uh, we have work to do. I have seen all my schedule. I was like, man, these people really didn't even give me a break. You know, uh, but I'm there for a divine purpose. The Lord will direct our paths, and and then also when I'm there, I I'm go there to to hunt for speakers. You know, one of the speakers that is highly sought after. I'm going to his church. He wants me to come. I want to share vision with him, and hopefully that in the year 2024 he'll be our camp speaker. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. And then in the midst of going there, I'm also looking for opportunities for us to minister, but also opportunities for God to bring the right kind of people into the nation of Singapore to help us to be Antioch of the East impacting billions of lives. Amen. Amen. I'm scouting for the people that God would want us to be partnering together with. Amen. Amen. And in so, I'm also looking for, you know, uh, Possible candidates for some of you. Everybody say, praise the Lord. He's getting quiet. See, pastor also got to be a matchmaker. You know, but but at the same time, I don't believe in matchmaking. I introduce, y'all go do the rest. Because if it doesn't work out, you're going to throw stone on me. Okay, everybody say, praise the Lord. I I believe in the holistic approach. I, I want you all to be found. You have, we have many good girls here. Many good guys here. But you need to be in a place where you can be found. Amen. They need to know that you are around. Okay, everybody say praise God. Suddenly, you all go quiet. You know, uh, okay, let's begin by reading a few scriptures. Why do we stand for the reading of God's word and you're going to pray, ask God to help us. I don't know where I'm going to go, but here we go. You know, again, uh, in Judges chapter 21 verse 25, I think we're going to be flashing that on the screen. Yes, in those days, there was no king in Israel and everybody did what was right in his own eyes. In his own eyes. Everybody wants to do right in his own eyes. They value their practical way of living, pragmatic way of living. Then we read in Psalm chapter 10, verse 4, the wicked in his proud countenance does not seek God. God is in none of his thoughts. Let me ask you this question. Before you make a crucial decision, do you seek after God to see what God's word says about that situation? Do you, do you study the Word of God to, to, to understand that is the Bible silent about this decision? Amen. Because if you don't include God, the Bible says you are proud because you don't seek God. And God resists the proud. Amen. Amen. Proverbs chapter 14 verse 12. And here comes the deception part. There is a way that seems right to a man. Everybody says right, right to a man, but its end is the way of death. You may be practically correct, but it may not be the ways of the Lord. And then we read Jeremiah chapter seventeen, verse five. That says the Lord curses the man who trusts in man and make Flesh is strength whose heart departs from the Lord wow amen shall we just lift our hands ask God to help us today father lord we are living in the last days and sometimes god lord ah uh, there are ideologies that we pick up, God, in the workplace, in in in, in 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 the way we do life because, Lord, we consider the practical, the easier way of doing things. And, Lord, that I pray, God, right now, God, that you help us, God, that we do not carry this into the kingdom or into our life. Father, Lord, help us, Lord, understand the difference about being pragmatic and, and, and also walking in faith. Lord, I, I believe that the Christian faith is a one of a practical faith. But at the same time, God, that that, that Lord, that, that because it's so practical, Lord, I pray, God, that Lord, we are tempted, oh God, to, because it's so practical, we fail to seek you. So Father, help us right now, God, as we come into your presence. In Jesus' name, Lord, I pray, God, most importantly, God, that uh, I, I'll deliver this, God, Lord, uh, with an uh, a spirit of revelation, a spirit of wisdom and, and enlightenment, oh God, that, that Lord, we can put into practice what was being preached today. In Jesus' name and all God's people say, Amen. amen. You may be seated. Every day, when you get up, as human beings, we are often faced with situations where we have to choose between what seems practical and what we believe the scripture is true. I find this so true, especially when I'm alone. You know, it's not such so much a matter, you know, because I only have to take care of myself. But 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 I realize that 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 it becomes more of a challenge. I become a parent when when you are faced with schools and, and their requirements and their education system, and, and 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 all of us don't like conflict, but there are times where the people of God needs to say, Hey, wait a minute, it may seem practical, but 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 it's not biblical, right. amen. amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. Come on, wave your hand at me. And and we got to know the difference. Amen. amen. Just because it's practical doesn't mean it's biblical. You know, and again the question arises: should we always follow our faith or should we be pragmatic and choose what is practical? So, what is pragmatism? What is, before we we unpack this whole subject, what is pragmatism? Pragmatism refers to a way of thinking that evaluates the truth or worth of a belief based on its practical consequences. It is a philosophy that focuses on what works best in a given situation. On the other hand, faith is a belief in something that we cannot be proven or seen. It is a belief that is based on trust and hope. Everybody say praise the Lord. Pragmatism is the belief that decisions should be based on practical considerations and outcomes rather than biblical principles. While pragmatism can have a positive aspect, there are also negative consequences that we must be aware of. Everybody say amen. Pragmatism has its roots in Taoism and, and circular humanism. It is inherent in relativistic, rejecting the notion of absolute right and wrong, good and evil, truth and error. Pragmatism is ultimately defines truth as that which is useful, meaningful, helpful. Ideas that don't seem workable or re- relevant are rejected as false. Amen. Everybody say amen. <laughs> okay. So so let's begin by talking about, we're going to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> Okay, amen. The good side of pragmatism. Amen. Come on, everybody say amen. Let let me say this. I believe with all my heart, Christianity is very practical. How many of you with me? Amen. I mean, if there's a way to learn how to manage money, the Bible has a lot of principles. Amen. The way to raise your children, the Bible has a lot of principles. Amen, that works. Everybody say praise God. So, so again, pragmatism can be useful too for problem solving and decision making. By focusing on the practical outcomes, we can often find solutions that are effective and efficient. Pragmatism can also help us to be adaptable and flexible in our approach as we are not tied down to specific ideology or theory. Amen. However, the bad side of pragmatism is that it can lead to a lack of principles and values. When we prioritise practical outcomes over our beliefs and convictions, we risk losing sight of what is truly important. We may make decisions that are uh, uh, expedient in the short term but ultimately harm ourselves and others in the long run. Pragmatism can also lead to Utilitarian, Utilitarian, okay, mindset which ends justify the means and we are willing to compromise our morals for the sake of practicality. Wow. Okay, what it means? Very simple. Okay, let me give you an example. Amen. Okay, you're looking for the right one. Okay, you're looking for the right one. So, you know, getting married is God's, desire for people, you know, some, most people. And uh, to justify or to make yourself want to get married, you put yourself in Tinder. I'm sorry, I'm going to use that straight as, as I can. Tinder, make yourself available. Y'all you know, don't bluff. Huh? y'all know what Tinder is, right? Some of you are in there, I hope not. I am not in Tinder. Everybody say, Amen. So you justify, I need to get married. You justify it. I need to get married. So I put myself in Tinder. Amen. Because it's the most practical thing to do. But is it biblical? Uh, hello? Everybody say amen. amen. You know, and sometimes I have even parents tell me, What's wrong with that? Huh? Do you know the Bible? hello, you, you, you want to risk making a decision with somebody who doesn't put God first? You're with me, you no? Come on, you're why so quiet, amen? I mean, if I have a child, I mean, God forbid, amen. I, w- I want to be very careful how people put themselves out there because they are just in need Practically, man, it's practical. Let me tell you something. God can do a work that fast. You know, I, I was talking to uh, Brother Tim Gary. He was telling me a situation that I was really blown my mind. He said this, you no. Know, uh, you know, we have somebody who's serving the Lord in the church. Many he gave up already everything. And then lo and behold, he went to a mission trip. And then lo and behold, he met this person. Immediately within six months, to get married. That's how fast God can work. Hello? Come on, everybody say amen. Uh, do you not know that the best matchmaker is Jesus Christ himself? Amen. Uh, thank you for that big amen. amen. Stop putting pressure on people to just get married for the sake, because it's practical. Hey, here's another situation where people prioritise faith over, or prioritise education over faith. Hello. I mean, is education important? Of course it's important, but it cannot prioritize. Because you can have a degree, you can have a PhD, you can have your master's, but at the end of the day, not safe. Amen. Are you all with me here again? Everybody say, amen. amen. It's practical to have an education. Of course it's practical. Do I want people to have education? Yes, I want to. But, but I also realize that you can have an educated fool. <laughs> Everybody say, who says there's no God. Come on. You with me here? Come on, nodding your head. Come on. Everybody say amen. You know you can be practical, but 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 hey, wait a minute. You can throw out biblical principles just by becoming practical. Everybody say amen. Come on. Or, or come on, everybody. Wave your hand. Why so quiet? Amen. Come on. I'm just trying to direct your attention here. You got to be very practical. I got to make a, 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 you know what? I, 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 I got to make myself a living. And, and at the end, you get lost making yourself a living. People can get lost making money and then they get lost in their faith. Everybody say, Praise the Lord. You, you see what I'm coming. Oh, oh, there are times when, 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 you know what? Listen, not everything is very practical. If you ask me, right, if you want to go into the pragmatism way of thinking, why are all these volunteers, we don't pay one, doing kids' camp? Hello? You know, I was a kids' camp teacher. You were, you were. We don't take a break, no. Three days, uh, we have to take care of your kids. eh. And my goodness, I pray for you, Bong. Your hair will start to go, you will have the... Because we will take all these kids up. And then after they scream at you, they don't want to eat, they don't want to bathe. You know, sometimes I'm wondering, why did I do this, I mean, I still remember going inside the toilet and I was looking at this boy, and he's saying, uh, uh, crying inside, said, hey, why are you crying inside the, the toilet? I, say, I don't know how to bathe. And then everybody starts to say, I don't know how to bathe. And I as a at that moment, I'm the camp papa. I spend all my time. I'm not just bathing my children, eh? bathing other people's children. Eh? Uh, sometimes I just feel like taking a spray. <laughs> Make them all line up. Say, Let's get this done with. <laughs> then in the middle of the night, uh, some of them have nightmares that I really don't know how to tell you. One, day. Some of them are running. <laughs> some of them are saying, I want my money. I want my daddy. Go, my daddy. Uh, uh, and then this is not just one person. You're uh. talking about a bunch of kids crying at the same time. And there are times I look at myself and say, Why? I could have gone three days, two nights with my wife. Huh? Why? <laughs> it's not practical. But you know why we do it? Because it's the right thing to do. We have to invite Jesus into that place because you know what? When Jesus come in, all practicality, all this notion of what's practical goal because there is a higher rule. Amen. Let me tell you something about pragmatism. It wasn't pragmatism to save me. Oh Lord, help me. It wasn't. If God looks down on me and then say that, dimly, rebellious, bold now, why would I want to save him? Uh, pragmatism didn't save me. Grace did. Amen. Unmerited favor of God did. Amen. That God looked down. The poorest of the poorest, blessed are they that are broken in spirit and he came and touched us. Amen. I, uh, I don't understand why God didn't save Likwani You make the whole nation apostolic. <laughs> I don't. I will ask God that. Amen. I, I told God, hey, God, why me? How many of you ever say, why me? Of all the people you could have chose, why me? It wasn't practical at all. It wasn't pragmatic to save me. Amen. Everybody say, praise the Lord. You know, again, let's talk about the ugly side of pragmatism right now, okay? This leads us to the ugly side of pragmatism, which is the potential for harm and exploitation. When we prioritize practical outcomes over our values, we risk perpetuating systems of oppression and injustice. We may make decisions that benefit the powerful and the privileged at the expense of the vulnerable and the marginalized people. Pragmatism also can, can, can lead to the lack of empathy and, and, and compassion as we become so focused solely on the practical outcomes and disregard the human impact of our decisions. As Christians, we are called to prioritize our values and principles over practical considerations. Everybody say amen. Let me give you an example. You got all the musicians going in, playing. If we are practical, we choose the best. Hello? Come on, everybody say amen. We choose the very best. But we are not practical people. We are not pragmatism. We, we want the team. Whether you're expert or not, doesn't matter. Charles, amen. That we forbear with one another. You know, you know what? As long as they are team, because you know what? If they are part of the team, they are part of a family. You know what? I'd rather ask, come. You know what? It, it's okay that you play wrong, but you're trying. Come on, everybody say amen. After all, this is not entertainment tonight, this is not a, a Singapore idol. Hello? I mean, I'm not against us having an excellent spirit. Everybody say amen to that. Come on, everybody say amen. amen. But, but there are times I just want people to be a part of the group because this is our, our, our way to connect with them. It's not just about sounding nice. It's about belonging to a family. Amen. That we talk about values, we talk about compassion. We don't, we don't fire people just because they don't fit the mold. Are you with me here? Amen. Come on. Are you with me? Amen. Come on. In this church, it's not about the elitists. It's about those people that are broken, and, 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 and we want to welcome them. If we become too practical here, you know what? We, we, we may cut down on the seats. We, if we want to be too practical here, we push everybody down, and, and let's be practical. We can. We can. We can shut the door uh, at, at, at what at, 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 at 10 so nobody can come. <laughs> Everybody say praise the Lord. You, you you hear what I'm saying here? That 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 if if, if it will become too practical, becomes our ultimate focus, then 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 it's dangerous, it's ugly. Everybody say praise the Lord. That's why it's so important. Sometimes you go to a small group. Sometimes you go to the meetings and this and that. You know what? Sometimes people say that they'll be there at 8, 10. They come out later. Brother, amen. I don't fire them because you cannot treat the body of Christ like you treat a business. Are you, are you all with me? That's why the Bible talks about forbearing with one another. Everybody say praise God. You with me? The dangers of it all and, and the dangers of us prioritise logic versus faith. It's practically a waste of time. You know, Can I say something to you? You know, when, when I had all my babies, sometimes I end up spending my time, even my wife and I had this conversation outside the hall most of the time because we don't want the baby to what? cry. And and it's only natural for us, but then why we come anyway? If you're gonna be out there carrying the baby, why come? Makes sense, right? I have four, I know. It makes more sense, brother. Chris, come for what? Cannot even listen to message. Come for what? Come on. How many of you ever felt that way? Don't bluff me. Amen. How many of you have felt that way before? Come on, raise your hands up, please. Uh, you know, I felt that way, but because it's the right thing to do. Amen. Yes. Not what I feel that is right, that is important. Not what is practical. It is the right thing to do. And God sees it. Everybody say amen. amen. You know, a lot of times we, we people like to feel our way around and now, you know, the people are all feeling about this and that. You know what, let me tell you something. Don't feel to do what's right. Because sometimes there's no feeling. Right. You do what's right. Sometimes I don't feel that I belong to the family. My wife keeps on nagging at me. Amen. God, that's why. That's why it's helpful that you know I have hearing problem. Amen. Sometimes I don't. Come on, everybody say amen. Sometimes I don't feel like a family. I, 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 I want to talk to Abby. Abby said, Dad, not now. I'm working. Okay. JBS, how about you? You know, he said, Hey, Dad, I'm working out. <laughs> Dad, I call Adora. Dad, not time. Good time. Baby crying. I don't feel belong. But at least I got my dog. Dog always make you feel belong. That doesn't mean What? I inject the button out and say I want another new family You know why I stay with the family? Because it's the right thing to do Amen Amen. I do it unto the Lord Amen. Again, faith on the other hand is the belief and trust in God's power and His promises even when there is no tangible evidence according to the Bible. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Faith is believing in God's promises and having complete trust in His plan for our lives. Amen. That's why I bring my children because I want my children to get this. You can never teach priority until you leave priority. Let me say that you can never teach that you put God as priority until you leave priority. That means anything that has got to do with God. Drop everything, let's go. Prayer meeting, let's go. You saw my babies in the auditorium with a telum, putting them on the floor praying. Amen, that was what they taught us. Because you can never teach priority until your life speaks for itself. Amen. If God is number one, it's written everywhere. Yes. Oh, but it's not practical. How about their exam rates? How about the what? Let me tell you something I put God as my priority. My children all graduated. Amen. Yes. True. Everybody say, Praise the Lord. You know what? Because I want them to see that he don't just talk about putting God priority. It's seen in my accounts. It's seen in my time. It's seen about everything. Why? Because I'll tell you something that you may not understand. Those of you that are getting married, listen to me very carefully. In the last days, it's going to be tougher training your children to be Christians. It is tougher for you to train your children to be Christians than an atheist. Hello? The Christian life will be a harder one to live. If you think it's hard right now, wait to the last days. Wait to the time where the evil one will come. And if you, you you, you got to get disciplined here a little bit. Everybody say amen. You see, the, the chances of your children making it depends solely on you. Amen. 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 You know, here's, here's something, uh, uh, sorry i got to bring it up, but just to give you an idea. When the dog trainer talked to me, he said, chances are you will train the dog very well. Your dog will listen to you. Why? Because you put so much effort in training your dog. What's our training expect about prioritizing praying with our kids? Or is it more important for us to get that A for their English, A star for their, how about Learning how to have A for your prayer life. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. Come on, are, are you with me here again? You see, examples can be seen throughout the scripture about Noah. Wow, Noah. Talk about Noah. I'm going to tell you about Noah. He, he has not even seen this thing called the rain. Hello, you UTV students, right? Wave your hand at me. You haven't seen the rain there. Eh? And God said, "Build went up <laughs> You know how many years it took him? Some people say 120 years, but, but if you minus everything, it's about 50 to 75 years to build that ark. Okay, I'm 53. Yeah. Older than me. Yeah. The time it takes uh, to build this ark. Like. 55 to it, Logically speaking, right, they have not seen the rain. Everybody is mocking them. Then they have to follow the plans, just building it, building it. Then I can imagine, right? You dragging the sun up and say, "Come, go ahead and saw today." I want you to say this, "Huh, me again, uh, Yeah, me again, <laughs> You know, you deal with teenagers, You know, that's what you get. Then uh, yeah, come, come. You <laughs> please saw today. You saw, huh? For what? Huh? For what? This is every fifty-five years I'm dealing with this. Hey, 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 come, come, come You, 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 you go in paint I say, me again? Me again Then after that, you know what? They start to push each other around Push each other because they all say Hey, what you, 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 uh, uh, you know uh, uh, This is for 55 years Building something that you cannot see uh, What's your problem, huh? You see, they all enjoying here <laughs> Guys Here's what the apostles have to say. Be not weary in well-doing. Jesus Christ is coming back. Be not weary in well-doing. Who gets the credit doesn't matter. The most important is all of us make it. Amen. Amen. Just continue to walk in faith. Just continue to come. Just continue to pray. Just continue to seek my face. Just continue. Just keep on getting the fire upon you. Just keep on doing because it's more morning, just being practical is the truth. The truth shall set us free. You know, you 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 have to neck sometimes to your children. Thank you. You have to neck sometimes to your children to go to church because you know what? Oh, oh, but the church is not a perfect place. I know it's not a perfect place. But you gotta stay in church in order to be saved. Because you know what? In the church there may be smelly things like like Noah's days. Amen. You just how many of you been to the zoo? Not nice smelling. Man. In the zoo, there's what? There's all kinds of dung. Eh? Have you seen the elephant dung before? I, I I I invite you to go to the elephant enclosure and see them go. Everything coming out. I mean, okay, elephant never mind. Go oh, giraffe. Leh. Another one, giraffe. All say do the same thing. Oh wow, the worst one that they are so disgusting. Uh, I saw the hippopotamus. Leh. Wow. You know, I'm I'm just thinking about it now. So much dung. Uh. And only, you know, one window there. Maybe all the people go out there. My goodness. There's always people that are not going to be liking you. Come on, in a family, people don't like you. People misunderstand you all the time. Right? Grow up. You know, you know what's the best thing about misunderstanding? Just go and clear it. Don't go and tell other people, but then the person that that that, that you have a misunderstanding, you don't tell. I tell there are times when, when I ask them, you have all these misunderstandings, have you talked to the person? Oh. You can tell everybody in the world. Then after that, you settle with the person already. The person still think you never settle. Like. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You see, it takes more than just being practical and and, and at the same time, I'm, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be practical. Okay, everybody say Amen. Come on. But but pragmatism, however, can be dangerous when we rely too much on our logic and common sense and exclude God from the equation. Amen. We can easily fall in the trap of believing that we are self-sufficient. We can solve our problems of our own. This can lead to pride, lack of dependency on God. We need to remember that God's ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Amen. Notice this. You know, I know this is hard for you to believe. As I go older I change. I like to tend to be an introverted personality. Don't know why. <laughs> Maybe because I cannot hear. You know that the reason why people become introverted is because they cannot engage, because they cannot hear. When you talk to them, they look like this. So you know we have a tendency, and that's why dementia may come, because of lack of connection. Amen. Everybody say praise God. And, and I've realised that, you know, that's not a safe place to be. When I become to love my being introverted, then I cannot have a family. Amen. Hello? The reason why sometimes we don't want to be connected with people is because they see the ugly side of us. We cannot be honest. We, we just... Or we don't like people to correct us. Hello? Tell me I'm handsome. Every day, tell me I'm handsome. I very like you. <laughs> but there are times where they are so tired of saying you are handsome because sometimes you're not. Amen. Are, are you with me? And and, and and that's why the scripture talks about gathering together. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Are, are you with me? You know, again, you know, While pragmatism and faith have their merits, they can also lead to dangers if we take it to the extreme. Okay? Everybody say, amen. Extreme pragmatism can lead to a lack of ethical consideration and disregard of moral values. Right? Everybody say, amen. Then, you know, conversely, extreme faith can lead to blind beliefs and irrational decisions. We have to have the fine balance, you know. We are called to have faith in God and His plans while also our practical reasoning to navigating through our life. Extreme faith, on the other hand, can lead us to make decisions based solely on blind belief without considering the practical consequences of our actions. Amen. Again, we got to find that middle ground. We say we trust God, but yet at the same, while trusting God, You do something. Let me give you an example. If you don't have a job, I say, I trust God. I pray God to open a job. But then you also got to send your resume. Hello? Come on, are you with me here? I mean, say, I trust God. Then the bird, where's the bird? He will fly down my chicken rice. You know, you got to find your hands to do as well. You know, you're praying for a job. You're doing something. You got to get practical in the aspect. Whatever you can do, you do. Amen. So that has a fine thin balance. We see this, this whole story back to the story of Noah. God, he was divinely won, but he did not do anything. He, he just did not do nothing. Like, oh, the flood is coming. The flood is coming. The flood is coming. He's chasing the boys. Can't cut the wood every day. Come on. There's a timeline. There's a project. Come on. Let's, let's get this done. Come on. Let's, let's, let's get this boat going. Amen. This is the way you roll your boat. But, but we are not rowing. The day will come when we will. Come on. Oh, oh, oh. That's what equipping is really about. That's why we have the best class. That's why we have the irresistible class. We are equipping you while, while waiting. Do you not know that, that while waiting, we can sidetrack, we can get lost waiting? Amen for the Lord. Amen. That's that's where it is so important to have a balance. You know, Moses had the dream, supernatural. But guess what? He has the administrative skills to walk them out of what famine. Amen. You got to have both. Everybody, say praise the Lord. Are you with me? Uh, let's talk about the story of Nehemiah. He prayed. God gave him a plan to restore the walls of uh, Jerusalem. And then he was brilliant in his strategy. He rebuilt the wall. When there was, was, when, when there was persecution, he, he, he told them, carry a sword. You know, it's not just about praying and do nothing about it. You know, the Bible warns us, listen very carefully, parents. Listen very carefully. The Bible says in parents' times, the children will be unthankful. I'll tell you something. The one thing that I've realized about our kids today is unthankful. And then, when you have an, an entitlement attitude, that's where all hell breaks loose. They, they are ungrateful. They, then they, they refuse to honor God. So, you've got to come up with a plan. The scripture tells us already how do we teach gratefulness? Because ungratefulness is a root for pride. How, how do I do that? Simple. You say some people say, let them go national service. Ah. I always say that. Let them go national service. But sometimes national service is very easy. One, eh. I mean, I don't believe it, eh, Brother Sheng. I look, huh? This one your national service? Ah. <laughs> uh, I, I say, this one look like holiday camp. Eh. My, 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 my mattress last time, the sponge, eh. I mean, you remember, my, it was rough eh, at the time, eh, that, that time. At that time, they 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 don't have oriental officer. Oriental officer were packed up with the OCE one. You know, you you when you complain, you get it one. Eh. You know, you know what I'm saying. And and we need it to be, at times rough, but not too rough that we break their spirit. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Are y'all with me here today? Amen. Come on, say amen. You know that, that that sometimes we make it too easy for our kids. That we we, we listen to their reasoning. Ah, oh, you tawli, you tawli. Ah, oh, tusu, tusu. Okay, you tawli, you tawli. You know. Oh, oh, okay, practical. But is it practical that they lose their faith because they never had the word of God spoke to them? Listen very carefully now. I know y'all cannot see it. I'm wearing hearing aids right now. It's a world of a difference. I can hear y'all. So y'all better talk behind. Be careful. I can hear now. You can't see it But it's in my ears Ooh, I tell you It's a whole new world I, I was telling my wife eh, Escalator come on. Hey, I can hear them talk hey, I can hear this eh. I mean all this While I didn't have a hearing aid there. Eh, I was missing out eh. But then at the same time The doctor was telling me this you No, know, hear, hear me now He said this you No, know, If you don't wear your hearing aid You will go to Somehow or other It's linked to you getting dementia eh. Five times more my, my one is moderately severe. And he looked at me and said, oh my. He said that, uh, the only hope for you uh, is wearing hearing aid. Then how do I get my hearing back? You will never get it back. You will only deteriorate. I was like, oh. but then the Holy Ghost came upon me. Do you not know that if you don't come to church service and hear the word of the Lord... And and the people of God don't hear the voice of the Spirit. Guess what will happen? They will have spiritual dementia. They forgot who they are. They forgot what has called God called them out of darkness into the marvelous light. Oh, it's not just about church attendance. It's about listening to the Spirit. world, speaking? Say, Oh, you are my child. Oh, I love you with an everlasting love. Oh, you have a purpose. You don't need to look for purpose. You don't need to look for a practical lifestyle. Oh, baby, and I will direct your path. Oh my plans i will watch over you you know i i'm so excited you know when when someone came up to me say pastor you don't believe it you know when when i give to the faith promise guess what you know i was looking for a job and nothing and things begin to open up oh uh, oh people responding to 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 my advertisement oh that's then another person will call me another person will call me i'm like oh man that is faith That's not practical. Practical means what? Better keep your... uh, The government say, things are going to be rough and tough. So better keep. But... There's a child of God that says, Lord, I will obey you because I belong to you. I come here to seek ye first, the kingdom of God. I, I want to put away all practical and convenience. I want to do what's right by you because you have the plan. You understand more than me. You've been around for a long time. God has been around for a long time. He has not died. He knows from every dynasty to emperors, to, to empires and she's still around. The kingdom of God is still around. Then she knows what you need. He, you need to direct your, your you, you need to first of all, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Amen. And lean not on your understanding. And then after that, you know, he says lean. He says, not, he did not say do not use your understanding. He says Lean not on your understanding. That means there are times there are some things that is not common sense for you to do. You know what? It doesn't make common sense. Uh, Abraham's only son that God has called him to sacrifice doesn't make any common sense. But if he didn't do it, he would never know God as the Jehovah Jireh, the, the name that we sing today, Jehovah Jireh, my provider. His grace is sufficient for me. Amen. Uh, my God is more than enough. He shall supply all my needs. He is my El Shaddai. He always look out for me. Jehovah Jireh. He is my God. The reason why we can't sing this song was because there was a name by a guy by the name of Abraham, and he has no son. And God miraculously gave him a son. Amen. And then when the time of testing of true faith comes, don't make any logical sense. Then the only the other son that he has, he has to chase away. Lord, how many of you ever felt, Lord, you have a a weird sense of humor? There are times when I go into prayer because I don't understand this and I don't try because when I try to understand this, it will only lead to unstable emotions, unstable relationship. Because I become a double-minded person. You know what a double-minded person? Logic and walking in faith. You have not made up your mind whether it's logic or faith that you're going to work on. Hmm. Logic. Logic say, why should I quit my job and take care of my kids? They need money. That's logic. But when God speaks, oh, I tell you when God speaks, I release you. I release you for that role and I will show you. I've seen it so many times when our life and God show us, I'll show you what I can do, logically speaking. In fact, uh, let me tell you, I, um, I, I don't know whether you are go to budget training before, you know, Brother Willoughby sit down with me. And then we decided that she's got a children ball important. And then he did all the budget. Brother Nick, he did all the budget. They're minors, eh. Then you know what he did to me? Uh, that I never saw anybody do it. Uh, brother, Pray. <laughs> Brother, pray. I like, you you don't understand that, brother. Will be this one my life? (laughs) Like, as if God don't know, as if God, some some of us act as if you don't know my life. I say, "Let Let me show you what God gave me. I was walking my dog, and God says, This you sing this, this, you sing only what you can see in front. Okay, I was walking and said, you only can see what you can see in front and whatever your eyes see. But let me tell you what I saw. I saw in the vision right away, you know, the drone. (laughs) And then, you know drone, you uh, you know D, G, I drones? Okay, they fly and then they go see. You know, not just the left, right, center, but they see further up. And say, so I go beyond that. I go beyond time. I I'm, I travel in the speed of light. And, and and I don't just see it right today. All now you see is what? The obstacles and all this pain. How am I going to ever get this? But God says, follow my way. Because I'll tell you why. That I have promises. And if you marinate yourself with the promise of God, you are seeing it from a DJI drone. You know, I wish I can show it to you right now that you can see all... All your blind spots, everything that God sees, everything that He knows exactly what He is doing. So, the, 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 the reason why we struggle is because we allow double mindedness, logic instead of faith. Then we were like, Did I make the right decision? How many of you ever, uh, after you make the, uh, maybe some of you give in the offering the money or you pledge in the, the X net, you know, and then you say, huh, Did I listen to God properly? How many of you know what I'm talking about? Did did I listen? You see, God knows one thing. If you're going to reap, you got to sow. If you sow sparingly, you reap sparingly. If you sow abundantly, you will reap abundantly. I'm telling you something. Let me tell you something. (sighs) If my children say, Dad, I want to invest in your business if I have a business, and they give everything of their money to me, and I have all resources when my children did that to me. Don't you think that I will bless them even more? Amen. Some of us are fooled by, by, oh, if I give, I'm going to leave. You know what? You can never outgive God. Everybody say, praise God. That's why in Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to Him and He will make your path straight. Let me tell you something. <laughs> okay. Some of you, when I talk to you and counsel you, you say, Oh, Pastor, I'm very poor. Then after that, I look at you, huh? Wow. Oh, I, I find it very hard to live in faith. Uh, 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 how much you got in your bank? Uh, uh, maybe for some uh, 30,000. I mean, that's easy when you have $0 in your bank and then you really know how to pray. Lord, please. You you become a fervent prayer, right? Amen. I'm telling you, you have no idea. Oh, oh, Lord. You know what? I, I in my beginning Christian life, right? The Bible does talk about it because you know one thing that God wants to wipe out of me as a man of God is the love of money, yeah. the dependency of money. Right, right. So God have to wipe out everything out like, And then I start to learn how to pray. I say, wow, wow. You know, you know my attitude is this: a uh, bofa, You know, my children can have milk. I'm telling you, my children can have milk. I can not eat one. That's why at that time my nickname was Tauge. Now it's Taukwa. You know, I don't know what it is. Taupok. My wife Taupok. You know, because I want to learn how to live by faith and not by sight. I hungered and I fasted. I hungered. You see, there are times when you hungered. Why? Uh, it's not fasting, it's bolui. <laughs> Amen. Bolui. So, you know what? I go down there and say, oh, kopi one bottle. You know, I know some of you very hard to believe this, but I drink one bottle of kopi, one. I drink to cure my hunger. <laughs> Amen. Everybody say, praise God. That's my journey. I'm not saying that everybody should. Listen very carefully. I'm not saying that everybody should operate the way I do, but for different strokes, different folks. But God was literally helping me to understand, trust me, trust me, trust me, trust me. That's why when I got my five-room flat right, I was on my knees crying to God, you are a good God. Because I don't deserve this five-room flat. I don't deserve it at all. Amen. And God has blessed us. God has provided finances for us to put our children into schooling. Amen. Some of you know private schooling, not cheap. So better study hard huh? My policy is this, if you fail, you pay your own. That's only one time round, not because I don't love you. Amen. Because there's not enough money to go around. Better study hard. And by the way, education is a privilege, so you better treat it as a privilege. Why is it important for you to talk like that, Pastor? Simple. If you see education as a punishment, you always give your lowest. But when you see it as a privilege, you always give your best. Amen. Everybody say, amen. Are you with me? Well, free of child parenting. Amen. I give you all free. Amen. Uh, again, you know, and then to trust God is a very important thing. It's not just trusting God. You know, when, when faith is always about something better like coming around the way. But trust is accepting the fact that things will never change, but you're going to accept it and maintain a good attitude out of it. Then not only do we need uh, to trust God, another key principle is for you, is to use our practical reasoning to make decisions. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 15 says, the simple believe anything, but the prudent give thought to their steps. Amen. Again, this this is so important for us because, you know, some people go to extreme faith, then do nothing. I'm going to throw out this to you. Some people say pray. You know what? Listen very carefully to pastor here. There are some things prayer can do and there are some things prayer cannot do. Hello? Come on, wave your hand at me. I'll be on the same page. Let me give you an example. Prayer doesn't make decisions for you. Prayer God will give you the wisdom to make the decision. At the end of the day, you have to choose whose side are you on. Some people say, I pray about it. Wow, sounds spiritual. I say, uh, The Bible says you need to be baptized. I pray about it. You don't need to pray about it. It's ready. the Word tells you already that you need to be baptized. Repent and be baptized, every one of you. I, 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 I wait until God tell me. He has already spoken to you. Hello, it's just like this. Uh, uh, what do you want to eat? You know, and then she tell me how many times. I want tea on fan, tea on fan. I pray about it. I mean, that's what he said. Okay, I uh, uh, said, what, what do you want to eat? me. Okay. I pray about it. He just told me, and me," or, oh, oh. is it Hokien me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hokkien me. Yeah. I'm like, dude, this type of thing you don't pray. You obey first because when you obey, then the revelation comes to you. No. Amen. <laughs> and then the the funniest part is this, right? I say. A lot of people tell me this, right? Okay, I pray about it, God speak to me. I ask them the question, has God ever spoken to you in the first place? Uh, they look at me, uh, then what makes you think that God, if you cannot obey His commandments, what makes you think that you can listen to the next step? You cannot even do the first step. Then you want to talk about... Huh, you know what it is, right? I'll tell you why. Because there's a great curse uh, that is coming to our nations. It's called the inability, the double-mindedness of people. The problem of us not making a decision is because we are double-minded in our ways. We have two masters that we serve. The world. And I'm going to be as candid as I can about this, okay? But it's not really funny. When I obey God, I will offend the world. When I obey God, the world does not understand. I mean, the day I still remember when she really feel a call to go to China. High right? Uh, how old was Jessie? Maybe nine, 10 nine, ten months. Nine, ten months, people would say logically, stay home. My mother-in-law also say, stay home. Hey, my mother-in-law, my mother, my mother. not mother-in-law. My mother say, stay home. Doesn't make. It, then she said this some more. church yeah. bolang, It's not about bolang. It's about <laughs> you, you understand what I'm saying? It's not about bolang. It's about God will call someone with anointing to go. She 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 stood out, you know. And then she came home to say, "You think I want to go?" Ah? And I have no idea what she's talking about because I'm not a woman. But she told me this: "I go for." Two weeks, uh, I will suffer engorgement. i like, see me see engorgement. Okay, for all you, you, you want to find out engorgement, ask all the mothers. They will tell you what engorgement is. The pain of not expressing your milk if you are breastfeeding. You know, she's so funny. She tell me in China, she go there, she asks, you got orphan children, I uh, breastfeed. <laughs> because to release the pain... You know, she was just, you know, uh, 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 in China, she was telling me that she's squeezing the milk and then she so feel so sayang, this milk so precious. Don't want to throw away, want to give to the poor, you know, or whatever, because it's good quality milk. Amen. But at that moment, she got bombarded with people left, right, center. And you know what? When she came back, I saw a different her, a virgin that I never saw before. She needed to walk in debt so that God can anoint her and take her to a new level. Are you with me here today? You know, there are some things that is, if God called you to do, you have to do it. And and, and don't listen to me. People may not understand. People may not understand. You see, you know, let's talk about the story of David. David is the weirdest people. I don't know. He's just singing to the Lord always, and, and, and he got a vision that he's going to conquer Goliath. And then they try to give him what he was. He has a beautiful story talking about knowing your shape, knowing. They try to give him Saul's armor. And he realized that don't put me in a mold. I'm not, I, 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 I'm not a saw. I'm David. And the greatest gift that you can give someone uh, is the gift of being who God called you to be. You know, that's, that's why, you know, in this whole idea of practical, they will tell you, you're going to make decisions, what course you're going to take because it's practical. But then, that's not me. Pastor, that's not me. They, You know what? It may not, I, I don't want to do something in my entire life that I wasn't called to do and then all for the sake of a paycheck, and, is it a bad thing? No, I, I'm not saying that, but there's always an emptiness within you that says, what was I called to do? Did I step out in faith? Did I step out in my call?" I know some of you right now that that, 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 that you, you you study so hard. You get a degree. And trust me, at the end of the day, sometimes you also don't know why you get a degree. <laughs> you know, and, and you're wondering, oh, what's going on? You know, and, and, and if you were to seek the Lord, God will tell you exactly what you need. Everybody say, praise God. Come on, everybody say, praise God. You know, I, I uh, you know what? I, I, if I, you know, Abby tell me this. Okay, Abby, you tell me, you finish the degree. Hey, Benet, I want to take another degree. <laughs> There's only so much resources. You only got one chance. So, some of you will have to go back to school and then retrain something that you waste a lot of time. Left. But why don't you seek God, Lord? And that's what we did we did. You know, I'm I'm not kidding. I'm going to put my son on the spot. I hope you don't mind. You know, uh, uh, you got no choice anyway. (laughs) He's supposed to do a degree in business, but I just came back home. I just felt a check in my spirit. He wasn't designed for business. He wasn't. I'll tell you how things unfold. I didn't want to tell him because I don't want his hopes to get high, but God was speaking to me. So loud and clear. And I thought my wife, she's the more practical one. I'm the CR one. You know, I'm the one. She said that. And and I was sitting on the table. I said, God, what am I supposed to do with this piece, this unpeace? Eh? Really, I, I don't know what to do. And I pray, God, I don't know what to do. Eh? Because he's going to start class the next week. Eh? Hello. <laughs> you know, then he's got to go. And, and and the Lord intervened immediately. Then I I, I flip up my, 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 my laptop and I choose the course that I wanted him to take. From the very beginning. Orita Sinclair. And the Lord spoke. Oh, I look, and then lo and behold, uh, this one is a real miracle. Eh. When I flip up my laptop, right, the phone rang. Eh. Tring, tring. I pick up the phone. And it, it was their school. Eh. They call me. Then I was thinking, wow, your internet so advanced. Ah. I flip up the page only. Ah. You know that i looking at you, you call me right away. Ah. Wow, so advanced. Ah. Now, what kind of technology my ex net needs? Ah. <laughs> uh, you pick up the laptop and then after that, they call you. Like. And I felt goosebumps all over it. Because two years ago, you called me. And I just don't know why I felt to call you again. That's not over yet. My son was in the room praying. <laughs> After going to a music conference, he was praying, Lord, I really do want, but if not my will, your will be done. He was a good boy. You know, and, and, and when he came out, he said, Dad, you won't believe it. In that room, I was praying for direction. And he came, you know, I knew it was God because immediately we felt the presence. I'm saying this, you know, I know I got a lot to go, but, but I'm going to share with you how do we find the right balance? Okay, I'll give you all the practical tips, okay? How do you find that right balance? Let's, let's turn to the book of James. What's time now? Okay, I'm going to do this quick, okay? I, I just want to give you the keys of finding that right balance within practical and also trusting in the Lord. Okay, really, let's, let's talk about this. James chapter 4, verse 13 and 17. Come now, you say, today and tomorrow we shall go to such a, such a city and spend a year there, buy and sell and make a profit, where else you do not know what would happen tomorrow for what is your life. It is a vapour that appears for a little time and then vanish away. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord will, we shall live and do this or that. But now you boast of in your arrogance all such boasting is evil. Therefore, to him who knows to do good and does not do it, to him it is sin. Okay? Let me say that, number one, the reason why we shouldn't plan without God is number one, we do not know what will happen tomorrow. Life is unpredictable. You do not know what's going to happen tomorrow. That's why you need to seek His face. Amen? And then he says that life is brief because what is your life? Is it, not, is it a, even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanish away? Life is unpredictable. Life is brief. And then when you don't plan, we read earlier scriptures, he says this, therefore to him who knows to do good and does not do it, to him it is sin. When you plan without God, that is sin. Are you with me? Amen. So what's the solution? Include God in your plans. It says this. Instead, you ought to say, if the, if it's the Lord's will, we will leave and do this and that. Amen. Let me say this. When I say I include God in my plan, first of all, know this. The Bible is very specific about things like that. Sometimes you don't, even need to, you you ask, He don't even answer you. You know why? Because He will tell you this, my answers are in the book. If you want to know, it's in the book. Amen. I'm not going to speak about something that I'm very open to you about in the written Word of God. If you do not know, seek and you will find. Amen. You know why? I'll tell you why. Because some people don't want to seek. You know why? Because their mind is made up. If you really are a person seeking after the true ways of God, you open the book and you study people's characters, Find timeless principles to make your decision. Amen. Again, practical. Because better pay doesn't mean good thing. You don't know the toxic environment that you have to go through. You do not know the kind of people that will damn you. Amen. And I'll say something about God. Uh. When God gives a direction, He don't contradict Himself. One. How do you know it's flesh or spirit? Very simple. God is not double-minded. I've seen so many people tell me, oh, I think it's this, I think it's God that, that, I think that's what God doing cha-cha on you. Uh. I mean, if God double-minded, you and I are die already. Like. God, can or not? Can move or not? Uh, 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 now cannot lah. Uh, uh, but then God now can move. Move now, move now. <laughs> you know, I mean, come on. Double-mindedness is unstable la. You know the word unstable means it's like a drunk person la. You know, I'm telling you, so many of the people don't know how to make decisions. One moment they say, I think it's God. Then after that, complain about the job. If you think it's God, just accept it lah. You know, and then they are drunk in all their ways. They got two souls in them. Double-minded means there are two souls within them. If God called you, the most important principle, I don't have time, but when I come back, I'm going to be teaching how to hear God's voice. If you always rely somebody uh, to hear God's voice, you are in a dangerous position. Amen. That's true. Amen. Everybody say praise God. I wish I had more time, but I don't have. I, I, I want to take you through the steps of how to make up your mind. But I don't have time. Maybe I'll pass the notes. Uh, maybe you do me. I do TikTok, uh, five-minute one. I uh, will do a TikTok video so you all can see the TikTok video. How do you make up your mind according to James? You, if you want a book that is very practical, read James. I love the book of James. I fall in love with the book of James. Very practical one. Say, oh, you double-minded people, don't go and pray this year. You, you know that you know why there's fighting among you because you know what you have lost. Amen. He comes straight to the point. And I want this group of people to succeed in life. And I want you to understand you need to go beyond being practical. Am I saying that practical is not important? No, it is important. Otherwise, you look like a crazy extremist. Amen. Come on, everybody say amen. Wave your hand at me. Amen. You can have, I have some goofy people that are on the internet, you can listen to them talk rubbish. You know, they say, oh, I prophesy about the last days and everything. What you prophesy? The Bible prophesied a long time ago already. You know, then people go, wow, wow, because they don't know the Word of God. Go for UTV. You understand. Okay. At the end of the day, what I'm trying to say is this. Okay, be careful of being practical. If it's practical, not important, it is important. Listen, setting your budget is important. Everybody say amen. Okay, planning your life is important, but don't plan without God. That's what I'm trying to say here. At the end of the day, don't plan without God. Some words in the Word of God is very clear. Don't flirt by going to the line. It's very clear. You know, I have no business not telling you they're clear about boundaries that you should be setting. Amen. Amen. And you ask me, Pastor, why must you be so clear? Because I realise this, in the last days, everybody don't want to be so clear. Amen. Amen. They won't call sin it, sin. They call it gender dysphoria. I feel like a five-year-old person today. Am I a five-year-old person? Is that the truth? Do I look like a five-year-old? You say, no, why? Biologically, I hey, cannot say that, but I feel. You've got to be very careful in the last days. That's why truth will be truth. Practicals, yes, we are practically Christians. We, that means we are Christians that are the doers of God's Word. But however... When practical becomes more of a priority over biblical principles, that's where it draw the line. Prioritize God. Plan your life around God. God will take care of you. Stand to our feet. Amen. Amen. You know, I know I've said a lot of things, but I really do feel in the Holy Ghost that some of you are in a crossroads. Some of you are fighting battles. Some of you know what you're going through, but God is here in this place. You know, the Bible says any of us lack wisdom, God will give to us liberally. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Generously. Amen. The key to double-mindedness, hear me. Hear me for a moment. How many of you want to kill off those double-mindedness? The key for double-mindedness is wisdom. Because... James, talk about it. If any of you lack wisdom, ask of me. Amen. I need wisdom. Some of us need even wisdom at home, dealing with our families. Some of us need wisdom dealing with some of the difficult crossroads that you are going through. So, so I want you to lift your hands right now all over this place. Amen. You know, this, this message, I know that, that that not everything can be so practical, so black and white. I don't understand that. That's where we need to ask God for wisdom. Father, right now, lift up your hands, all oh, the people of God. Right now, God, God is wanting to give us wisdom. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, God. Lord, conventional, com- logical thinking, God. God only can play so much. But God, I seek you. Lord, especially in the areas, maybe some of us, in the areas of our finances, in the areas of my job, in the areas, God, God of my future right now, in the areas, God, of of my parenting. Father, I praise. I I praise you, God, because you're going to reveal yourself one more time again, Father. Lord, there are things, God, that, that I'm afraid today. I buy that spirit of fear right now in the name of Jesus. But God, that you give us a sure confidence that is found in you. Come on, people, just lift up your hands. Father, grant me wisdom. Lord, grant me wisdom. Grant me wisdom to raise my children because I recognize God. Lord, that my children are living in the end times, perilous times will come. They will doubt their identity. They will doubt God all kinds of stuff that will come against them. But Lord, today I pray, give me wisdom to strategically place them, God, so that when the currents of the world will hit them, they are able to stand. Father, right now I pray, God, for, for different giftings to be loose right now to match, God, whatever that's going on in the world today. I pray for the Sunday school team. Come on, church, let's pray for the Sunday school team. Lord, may the hands of the Lord be on the Sunday school team right now, God, especially. Lord, they are living in the last days, God. I pray, give me a strategy. Give me understanding, oh God, in the spirit world what to do. How to do, what to say, when to say it, oh God. I pray, God, even for some of them, God has, has has are thinking of the BTOs, God. I are thinking about their life, about the flat, about their choices in life, Father. I pray in the name of Jesus, watch over them. God, I, I, I don't want just to be practical. I want to seek Eve first, the kingdom, Lord. I don't want to just be practical and forget about you and your principles because I am ambassador of Jesus Christ. Come on, just leave your hands right now. Lord, Lord, let not pragmatism hit this church, Father. Lord, let the church continue to walk in faith and not by sight. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, just just thank the Lord for a moment right now. Father, give us the strength. Give us. Here's another thing that I want to pray for. Listen very carefully. One of the hardest things that you will do is to make a decision. We live in a society that people don't want to make a decision. You make for me There's one guy who said this quote, if you have two watches, you don't know which is the right timing. <sighs> if you only one, one time, you need to go back to the Word. Amen. But not only you need to go back to the Word, I've realised the hardest thing for me is to make that stand. To make that choice. As for me, and my household, or my family, we choose to serve the Lord. And when you choose to serve the Lord, don't be double minded Stay. Amen. I say again, stay. Stay on the Word of God, because everything that will be shaken, will be shaken in the last days but stay upon the word of God. Father, I pray we ask for wisdom, but now we ask for courage. We ask for courage to stand. Come on, can you just grab a loved one by the hands and just pray. God, we, oh. Lord, we ask for courage to stand. Oh. After you reveal God yourself to us, now we are asking courage to stand. Courage to be me. Courage to do what you have called me to do. Courage, God, to make choices that may be contrary to the world, but God, it is your choice for my family. Come on, just for a moment right now, push back all forces of darkness. Courage, God. Lord, I do not want to be a jellyfish. But God, I want to have a backbone, Father. And that backbone called obedience is based on worship. Lord, I praise you, God, because you have given me this opportunity. But now, as you have stood for me, as you stood on the cross for me, God, as you were hung on the cross for me, now I stand for you. I am not ashamed of the gospel. In the name of Jesus, let's give him praise all over this place. What a privilege for us to, What a privilege for us to stand for you. Amen. I, I'm going to do one last thing. I promise this is the last thing I'm going to do. I want to pray a hitch of protection around you right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for this body of Christ right now, when I'm gone, Father, I praise you. Lord, you have given me one of the best people in Singapore. I pray a hedge of protection around and about them right now. Father, as I leave this place, God, I pray, God, for a shift to take place, God. The leadership will take on that role or the mantle of the shepherd. Lord, I pray for my pastoral staff, God. Right now, I pray for my board members. I pray, God, for everyone, Lord, that is going to bring the church together, God. Lord, this church was never built on a personality. It was built upon Jesus Christ. So, God, manifest, God, your shepherding power. Lord, you are that great shepherd, God, and we give you all honour. We give you all praise. Watch over my family when I'm gone, Lord. Again, God, we desperately need, and Lord watch over this group of people God as they continue to glorify you and exalt you in Jesus name and all God's people say Amen